Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the podcast. Today I'd like to talk about something that you probably, if you if you live in the United States anyway, you have seen many, many times, but I don't know that you've really paid attention to it. And that is the United States motto, In God We Trust. 1956, U.S. Congress decided to change from e pluribus unum to in God we trust as our official public and federal motto. That's the United States motto. And it's, we see it on license plates, we see it on the money, we see it on statues, buildings. And yes, in God we do trust. And it's easy to trust in God when you're in a group of like-minded believers. It's easy to trust in God when you're in a group of Christians. It's easy to trust in God when things are going your way and your family is not being upset by something. It's easy. In God we trust. What is the harder part is in God I trust. You say, well, that's easy. You know, we is made out of a bunch of I's. And that's true. But there is a thing called mob mentality. And when you're in a group of people, and we see it a lot in the charismatic churches, you get caught up in the emotions, and you run, and you shout, and you scream, and you raise your hands, and you do what everybody else is doing. It's called mob mentality. We also see it in protest and rioting. Some of those people that are there would not be there had it not been for the fact that they got called up in mob mentality. And because they're called up in it, now they're, they're somewhere where they shouldn't be. But, again, there's, there's two kinds of mob mentality. There's the good kind and there's a the bad kind. And I'm not, I'm not saying that being called up in the emotions at church is a bad kind. I'm, I'm just saying that it's easy to trust in God when you're in a group or when, when you are with Christians. But it's harder to trust in God by yourself or when you feel like you're by yourself today's reading from psalms 13 how long wilt thou forget me o lord forever how long wilt thou hide thy face from me how long shall i take counsel in my soul having sorrow in my heart daily how long shall mine enemy be exalted over me consider and hear me o lord my god lighten mine eyes lest i sleep the sleep of death Lest mine enemy say, I have prevailed against him, and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord, because he hath dealt bountifully with me. David was in a, a very bad spot in, in Psalms 13. And he felt all alone. He felt God had abandoned him, that, that he was nowhere to be found. That God had forgotten him. We've all been there. We have all been to the place where we felt like God had forgotten us or abandoned us. He hasn't. Sometimes we, we get into a place, I had a former pastor to talk about the different seasons, and sometimes you know you're in the you're in the planting season, and sometimes you're in the harvest season, and then sometimes you're in the dry season. And a lot of us find ourselves in the dry season. And we go in and out of these seasons. We're in a cold season. We're in, a, in the winter, you know, you're getting things ready to, to work. In spring, you're getting the grounds plowed and you're getting 
the seeds planted. And in summer, when the rains don't come, that's the dry season. And then in the early fall, hey, that's the harvest season. All your work is paid off. And it depends on where you're at in your walk and where you're at in your life. So you could be in a dry season. And God's not forgot you. Just as the crops are growing in the field, God is, is there. He's doing things behind the scenes that you don't know and you have no clue. So he's not forgotten you, but it's easy to get to the point where we believe that God has forgotten us because we get our minds distracted, we get our eyes off of the, off of the prize. We take our eyes off of our first love and we put them on the eye of the things that are around us. Remember the prophet in the city of Dothan, he come out that morning and the enemy had surrounded his, his city and they was there to get him. And the servant of the prophet came and said, Oh, master, what shall we do? And the prophet just looked up and said, Lord, open his eyes that he can see. Open his spiritual eyes so that he can see. And when the servant looked again, he not only saw the enemy, but he saw God's army standing all around waiting. See, there is more for us than there are against us. And he that is greater in me than he that is in the world. We can quote these scriptures, we know these things, but it's hard sometimes to feel like God's still there. So it's hard to trust in God when it's an I, when you're all alone, when you're by yourself, when there's no one there. It, it's hard to trust God. But I'm telling you, that's, that's the time when you need to look toward Him the hardest. That's the times when you need to look toward Him the best and the greatest. Because you see, it's sometimes in the loneliest of times is when he can deal with us. We even see Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary saying, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God had to turn away from the sin. He hadn't forsaken, he hadn't forgotten his son. He just could not look upon the sin that Jesus was sacrificing himself because of. But at the end, he said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And he gave up the ghost. God was there. God was still there. God will always be there. Now, he doesn't like it when we make mistakes willingly. He doesn't like that. He can't look on our sin. It's when we have to apply the blood of Christ back into our lives. So Christ can or so God can look through the blood at us. And the blood covers those sins. But again, it, it's hard sometimes when you feel all alone, you're lonely, there's no one there to turn to. I saw a sign one time that said uh, Character is not what you do when you're around others. Character is what you do when you are by yourself. What do you do when you're all alone? When there's no one there, do you read things that you shouldn't read? Do you go places where you shouldn't go? Do you think things? Yeah, it's easy because it's the human nature. It's the sin nature in us. But when we look to our Heavenly Father, 
We stand in awe of his presence. We understand that we have never been alone and that he walks with us, he guides us, he protects us. So it's easy to trust God when you're by yourself, just as easy as it is to trust God when you're in a group of people of like-minded Christians. It's easy. Now, sitting here in the church office after cleaning, sure, I can say that. Sure, I can say it's easy to trust God. Things are going great, right? Nothing's wrong, nothing's happening. I'm not going to get into it, but if you only knew behind the scenes. If you only knew, as I like to tell people, the demons that are chasing me. If you only knew. But you don't need to know. All you need to know is that God is with me just as God is with you. And we have to put our trust and our faith in Him. We have to put our trust and our faith in the Heavenly Father. No matter where we're at, no matter what we are doing, we have to trust God. And if we put our hand in His and let Him hold our hand, understand that He is not going to guide us wrong. He is not going to lead us down the wrong path. It's when we let go of God and we try to do it ourselves. My father-in-law used to say, let go and let God. Let go of the things that hamper you. Let go of the things that trouble you. Cast away those sins that so easily beset us. And look to the high calling and the high mark. It's the goal. The goal is heaven. The goal is worth it all. And you know, even if heaven wasn't as beautiful a place as it is, and we cannot imagine how glorious heaven truly is, as long as Christ is there, that's where I want to be. I don't care where it's at. As long as Jesus is there, that's where I want to be. But if Jesus is not there, I do not want to be there. No matter where that's at. So you, you find yourself lifting your hands in, in church because, well, you're called up in the emotions. You're called up in the moment. You lift your hands. You scream. You shout. You run. You do whatever. You can do that by yourself. The mob mentality works in a mob of one, and that one is you. So I encourage you to trust God no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing today or in the future, trust God. Because He will never leave you nor forsake you. In Hebrews chapter 6, and starting with verse 17, wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of His counsel, confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation, who have fled for refuge to lay hold on the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entertain 
even into that within the veil. God is with you wherever you are at as long as you've accepted him. Now, if you've not accepted him as your personal Lord and Savior, today is your day. Now is the time. And you can know of this hope. You can know of this peace. You can know of this freedom, of this liberty, of this trust. In God I trust. Not just in God we trust, but it has to be an individual. It has to be personal. And I'm here to tell you today, it can be personal. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for your many blessings upon our lives, for allowing us the opportunity to come into your house to worship, to praise, and to honor your name. Lord, we ask that you'll move and that you'll touch, Lord, that you'll stretch forth your hand, even this morning, even today, even this evening, even tonight, Lord, and into the future, wherever, whenever that these individuals are listening to your word, that you will stretch forth your hand, that you will bless and that you will lift up and that you will put your loving arm around them and you'll whisper in their ear that they are not alone and that they, as an individual, can trust you. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name. Lord, we ask, though, that also, if anyone is listening that does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, that by your Spirit you will draw them Lord, that you will draw them and that they will cry out unto you, the Redeemer. That they will cry out their forgiveness. And Lord, you will forgive them. No matter where they're at, no matter what they've done, no matter who they are. Lord, that you will forgive them. And Lord, we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Guys, it's been a pleasure again, as always. Come back and join me later. I'll have another podcast out. It's about once every week. This one's a little longer than a week, but about once every week So what it averages out to be. So just come and join me anytime. And um, if you get a blessing out of this, please share it. Let your friends and your family know about this podcast. Just an old dumb hillbilly sharing God's word. Love you all. Take care of each other. Till we talk again. <laughs>